यू आर लिस्निंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट Hello and welcome to Mint Dialogues, a weekly podcast where we focus on the big questions in personal finance and investing. My name is Neil Borate and I head the personal finance team at Mint. I will be your host for this podcast. The podcast is a Mint production and is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. as you all know that today's topic is uh, stocks versus mutual funds and uh, though the topic is open to all investors we mainly intend to keep this particular discussion for those who you know who might be new to stock markets and who want to start their equity investing journey and can't decide between which route to take so i want to start by uh, simply asking uh, maybe kalpen you can take this up uh you know why don't you start by telling us what investing through mfs and investing in direct stocks actually mean what is the method like and what does it mean to you know why why are they seen as two different routes just the simple fundamental sure. uh, meaning okay thanks ibra for uh, starting off with me uh, see investing in uh, stocks or mutual funds uh, is uh, very similar as as far as it's equity mutual fund mutual funds Uh, of course have multiple asset classes but right now i'll restrict it to equity mutual funds ultimately both um, uh, are um, vehicles investing in businesses uh, of the country and uh, there are good businesses and there are bad businesses as an investor when i buy stocks or when i buy an equity mutual fund uh, through a fund manager the underlying universe is the same so it is exactly uh, you know doing the same thing but what uh, matters uh, when you are doing yourself stock picking uh, is to ask this question uh, how uh, prepared you are and how um, uh, competent you are in doing that and uh, versus that when you are investing in stocks through an equity mutual fund you are passing on the mantle to someone who has been doing this for uh, you know decades maybe 10 years 20 years 25 years who has experience of cycles who has understood managements who knows how to read balance sheets who knows how to read the history of managements and how they have behaved in different cycles good bad and ugly so so that is the difference between um, uh, buying a stock directly and uh, uh, investing in a mutual fund directly there are pros and cons of both uh, you know there are many investors who are more successful than uh, even fund managers because they have mastered the art of stock picking they have the right temperament the right skill sets and they spend adequate amount of time doing direct stock picking and hence uh, they are able to create value but the percentage of such investors generally uh, as observed by data is very limited i was talking to you know couple of broking companies uh, before the session today to just get some data points more than 90% uh, you know investors who directly buy stocks uh, tend to underperform even the benchmarks mainly because of uh, you know not doing their homework uh, well enough so i will just conclude by saying that uh, both have pros and cons a versatile investor probably can do better in you know buying stocks and uh, uh, you know doing his homework right uh, on the other hand if you believe that you are a, a, a better engineer a better doctor a better architect and you know you want to focus your life uh, uh, time there then outsource money management to competent fund managers 
the fund industry is very competitive and competent as well there are a lot of uh, you know time tested fund managers who've seen cycles and delivered value and generated superior returns and um, uh, you know who've created value for uh, uh, its uh, investors so so that's my take on both both are the same um, uh, you know vehicles they are they are different vehicles for you know investing in the same uh, underlying which is businesses of india and they have pros and cons it's a function of how are you as an investor how prepared and mature you are and that will determine uh, what route one should take it should never be this versus that it should be a conscious choice of what are you good at and accordingly exercise that decision thanks all right uh, i'll pick up on this point that kalpen made that uh, you know when it comes to stock investing it really is a function of how how skilled you are uh, so my question is that even for for a diy investor who's new to this and you know he wants to pick mutual funds he too will have to do some kind of research to pick the right mutual funds for him the ones that best suit him the best just the equity mutual funds so how easy or difficult it is to pick mutual funds compared to picking stocks for your portfolio uh, mr singh why don't you take this up Dibisa, you're on sir, mute. Sir, I yeah, you're on mute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, yeah. sorry. Uh, first thing, I I absolutely agree with what Kalpain said. I mean, that that question is already answered. But as far as picking up the mutual fund is concerned, as uh, Kalpain mentioned. there are very versatile very experienced fund manager in the industry you you can always look at the track record you can have the pedigree of the fund house and how the the fund managers of that fund house is walking the talk because uh, every uh, fund has a, has a specific objective and is positioned uh, very very uh, exclusively so uh, when your objectives and the fund's objectives align i think it it becomes an easier thing because uh, see there are again one is the evolved investor who can pick up the stocks and then there are investors who cannot do that then comes the mutual fund and within mutual fund which category because now uh, regulator has made it quite simple that that the categorization has been done very very uh, uniform for all the fund houses but within that the the, the pedigree of the fund house will matter a lot there are very very good fund managers there are very skilled teams and uh, there's a track record all these things matter with picking up a, uh, a particular scheme then uh, distribution also plays a very very important role as well as uh, uh, distributing the mutual funds is concerned so the distributors are generally especially during the last one and a half year they have spent a lot of time in upskilling themselves i think the the kind of hard work they have done that is very good for the investors so choosing a good fund uh is is the function of uh, choosing a good investor actually the uh, sorry good distributor so once to do you to do that once you do your homework uh, homework on on picking up your good advisor i think your uh, job is 75% done the remaining part is uh, is taken care of by, by the distributor so mutual fund picking is is function of all these things thank you All right, so that's about mutual funds. Uh, so let me come to you, uh, Mr. Kedia. If I have to ask you the same question about stocks, you know how easy or I mean, of course, I think we've we've established that when it comes to stock picking, it really requires skills, and it's not something that any DIY investor, any new DIY investor, can do. But uh, 
since we are comparing and i'll ask the same question to you how easy or difficult is it you know to pick a stock over a mutual fund okay. and what kind of research goes into i mean what is the difference in the kind of approach and research that goes in uh, you know picking the two options uh, mr singh can i please request you to mute your uh, uh, mic thank you yes mr kedia uh, yeah okay thank you <clears throat> first of all let me tell you uh, i must be the only uh, panelist sorry vijay sir uh, you're not audible it's a little soft <laughs> okay okay so <clears throat> now is it okay it's Hello? better uh, but a little bit louder would be perfect acha okay so uh, thank you very much now it is okay yeah, yeah yes. it's better yes. um, yeah yeah Sorry, and I'm also getting more hands raised. So, folks, please have some patience. Uh, halfway through, we will open up to questions. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, I must be the only person in this panel who is not investing in mutual fund. I invest directly, and the reason for this is that when I started my career into stock market, that that time mutual fund uh, did not exist. Okay, but uh, in all my speeches, in all my interaction with uh, small and new shareholders, I have always been saying that do not invest directly into the market. Always go through mutual fund. I will tell you the reason, and uh, whatever experience I had in my life, I have just converted them into a few quotes. So I will read two, three quotes of mine, which will give you a real perspective that one should invest in mutual fund or should invest directly into the market. first is like this the stock market is a place to make easiest money in the hardest way anybody who comes into market they they think they uh, as if they are coming into a fantasy land or something and they come with lot of dreams and quite they would just want to become a crorepati overnight and but to them i would like to say that as i said the stock market is a place to make easiest money in the hardest way and the second thing i would like to tell them that no academic degree can guarantee success into stock market whether you are a mba or you are an engineer from mit or you are harvard educated remember your education is just a pass pass marks experience is the most important thing here in investing experience is your distinctions so how can a new investor who does not have any experience who has never encountered anything uh, can be successful in uh, in, in a stock market so it is something like this just you just because you are a chartered accountant or you are an engineer and uh, that does not mean that you can fly a plane okay for that you have to learn flying okay and then you have to uh, you know have you have to practice and then you would be eligible to fly a plane so this is what it uh, applicable in this market there's so many it's a it's a very complex thing it's a very risky business and uh, that is why i advise everybody never of course you can try with your 5% of your capital and all, and all because people get attracted to it because they are listening all this success story as mr kalpain uh, bhai said that they listening all these uh, stories on uh, television that he has become a crorepati he made this he found out some 100 bagger and 50 baggers or two baggers or whatever it is but if you will listen to all these the stories which filled in the market those are in millions so that is why according to my view one should start their career of investing only through mutual fund and i think government should also restrict them not to invest directly into the market yes please all right uh, so okay, we have so, too much uh, agreement on this panel any, any contrary yeah, view i know I, I, have view. <laughs> i have a contrary view i have i have a view that i want to add so I, I, it's not just reciprocating what um, you know vijay sir mentioned but day before yesterday my uh, you know cousin uh, said i want to start investing in stocks directly and i said apne aap shuru mat kijiye jab tak aap samjhenge nahi and he said kaise samjhe hum stock picking to karna hi hai 
म्यूचुअल फंड में आई डू समथिंग बट आई ऑल्सो वॉन्ट टू बी अ स्टॉक इन्वेस्टर सो आई हैव सेंट हिम लॉट ऑफ लिंक्स फ्रॉम योर वेबसाइट विजय सर सो दैट यू नो ही कैन एटलीस्ट स्टार्ट रीडिंग दैट वॉट टाइप ऑफ कंपनीज यू शुड नॉट बाई एंड वॉट्स यू शुड बाई सो सो माई ओनली पीस ऑफ डिफरेंस ऑफ ओपिनियन इज यू कैन लर्न बोथ वॉट आई एम ट्राइंग टू हाईलाइट इज दैट द क्लेम टू फेम इज नॉट ओनली बेस्टोड on um, an institutional format of investing which is mutual fund it is bestowed to someone who is deserving and is willing to make an effort to learn the techniques of investing and build an edge for himself that can come through mutual funds that can come through stocks but bina effort ke koi result nahi milega thank you uh sandeep let me come to you uh you know since you had uh, retail broking at iifl what do you want to add to this conversation that we have in right now so hi shipra and uh, hi everyone uh, so i say what i feel is in, this is all about investing and uh, and both when it comes to whether it is equity or the mutual fund this is the two side of the same coin only thing is uh, one offers a wide uh, you know expertise investing where it's been invested by the you know fund managers but another one require a lot of uh, efforts of uh, stock picking but most important thing in stock picking is that if you are ending up even the choosing up the right stock the game starts how long you can uh, you know uh, hold that stock because when when you are looking at uh, you know long term you are looking at alpha big alpha it is all about keeping up patience and let the company grow and once the company grows over the period of time then you find that then you are uh, you know uh, going to make money you might have heard many people talk about uh, that one company has become you know multi bagger but the multi bagger has not become in a, uh, you know uh, overnight that takes Uh, many decades to uh, you know become so say uh, somebody says that wipro investing 10000 1981 has become 10 uh, you know 1000 crores today but that is 1981 and uh, you know uh, 2021 so that has taken a uh, more than 30 years of time to become 10000 rupees to 1000 crores so that patience so not only it is all about uh, uh, stock picking it is also about a uh, time that is what it is but when today when you look at the market where uh, over 90% of the uh, uh, volumes are happening in trading so people have to really uh, you know set their objective right when they look at equities how they are looking at it if they are looking at direct equities in the form of investment then they should end up selecting few stocks which they understand which they understand the company which they understand the company philosophy what company does what are the financials what is the management what is the growth plan so they should understand companies uh, in detail they should regularly attend their uh, you know uh, Uh, you know uh, after results uh, every company uh, you know uh, comes up with a speech so they should go through that they should understand how company is planning to grow where the investments are happening what are the sales growth is happening so they can get aligned to the business philosophy because if they are going to become a shareholder of the company it is eventually very important to understand the philosophy of the company and the growth plan of the company so over the period of time when you whatever the investment kitty which you are uh, keeping it aside for uh, be, uh, to invest in that company that Uh, money needs to be allowed to grow Sandeep, if, uh, if, hello if i could interrupt you for a minute yeah. i mean that's very interesting um, essentially you outlined the approach of fundamental investing but i think most retail investors who are directly investing in stocks a lot of them follow technical analysis instead where they look at no, chart patterns etc no you, that's that's why i was coming to that you okay. are mixing two things you know when you say investing then uh, uh, we are mixing trading here the investing and trading is a two different schools you know when you when, when we are talking about stock picking in investment that require timeline but when it comes to trading 
then the mutual fund uh, is not at all an option at all because end of the day you can't trade in mutual fund so you end up having only one option which is a stocks where the technical uh, as well as the fundamental knowledge plays a significant role because short term being a short term trader your objectives are not uh, you know buying a stock and keeping it there you you follow a certain pattern certain uh, you know uh, market movements news as well as uh, you know some research which helps you to identify uh, uh, identify the uh, you know stocks which can be maybe a good company or bad company doesn't matter it is all about how the charts are, how the patterns are guiding you where you you get a you know some alpha and you can make returns out of it and you move out of that so that is a, uh, that is not a stock picking i would say that is a uh, you know uh, that is a movement picking that also depends on the market movements sometimes so even you end up picking up a right company but the markets are uh, you know uh, uh, doing uh, if markets are not doing good you be maybe ending up losing money but uh, trading offers you both side uh, options whether it is you are selling or whether you are buying so that is a different uh, you know school uh, uh, at all but when you when we are limiting ourselves to investment the critical and the most important point is even you ending up uh, choosing a right stock by putting up lot of efforts the time plays a crucial role that's what my take on uh, you know by stock but when it comes to mutual fund i think all the uh, all uh, other panelists and uh, you know as much senior experience people have already shared that mutual funds offer the wide range of uh, you know investment option uh, done by the qualified fund managers but there also if you you know you look at it you can't keep on buying and selling the mutual fund you have to uh, you know keep it and uh, nourish it uh, and that can be that can happen in a way of sips and lump sum where the customer uh, customers are normally uh, investors are normally disciplined well well disciplined and keep the money for longer period of time but when it comes to stocks normally people get uh, confused by looking at prices daily movement and uh, they ending up making mistakes of uh, you know selling it or uh, may, maybe getting over concentrated into few stocks and mean uh, you know become less diversified so that's what uh, you know i think one investor should take care of from what i've heard you know i mean the kind of queries we get from our readers or the i mean the kind of conversations i have in my social circle that uh, people you know have this impression that stocks can deliver you potentially better returns compared to mutual funds now that may be possible i mean if you you know if you're really good at selecting good stocks uh, but that said do you think that returns you know going by higher returns is higher returns in the case of stocks you know the right m- metric to opt for them uh, selish why don't you take this question thank you very much uh, uh for the uh, query and uh, just wanting to highlight you know uh, you've mentioned the point of returns uh, as an i think it's all you know uh, this business is the in in some context is one of the easiest businesses in hindsight right so when you see anybody can evaluate that a particular stock has gone up 4x 5x in a particular period of time but generally that journey is not that specific period it's a very long long term oriented journey so for an investor to capture better returns it's about his ability to be able to remain normal in extreme circumstances it's like you have to buy when all chips are down so for example today people remember that the market is up 100% or 150% but how you behaved in march 2020 was the single most determinant of your return whether you had chosen to invest anywhere and it's about how much of money you have allocated to it so when we speak to investors you certainly have some successes where some investors have made a lot of money right but the amount of money allocated to them and the longer you run on those investments i think is equally or even more critical so it's in a way i would say easy to identify a good stock at some level right because there are some filters some frameworks but riding it for the whole journey retaining those returns 
and uh, uh, you know capturing that value uh, so that you know it becomes a multi bagger most returns come in a very short period of time right and uh, after a long period of pain so i think if any investor has that kind of an appetite and approach to it you can do it second on the points of returns versus funds i think the approach of funds is to deliver returns on a risk adjusted basis to keep a diversified portfolio and to always keep balancing risk at any point of time it it doesn't work like you know we continue to own a few positions only we have a lot of regulations where we can't cross 10% of our portfolios uh, in specific you know in single securities at the time of purchase so while following all those risk methods if you are able to deliver compounding return over long periods of time that is what is the entire objective of it so most of the returns which appear to investors are actually because it is easy to calculate here you know because you know some number is available 3 years back the stock price and today but entirely the success is riding through that so how people behaved in march 2020 is a key determinant of their returns today right it's very easy to write a check say when you are in uh, today's environment but how much of your money or equity allocation either to stocks or funds you did in say march 2020 is a key determinant of uh, i would say any investor's returns whether he invests in stocks or whether he invests in mutual funds all right uh, pankaj why don't you take this question and give us your thoughts that if i have to ask you the same question uh, you know if an investor always asks which option between the two is going to give me higher returns so how would you address this question uh thanks shipra so uh, good evening to all the panelists and listeners uh, so we cater to both types of investors investors preferring direct equity and also investors choosing mutual fund and we have even uh, investors who invest in both equity as well as mutual fund now uh, so high return is actually a right matrix to sort of opt for stocks because i believe uh, direct stocks can actually deliver higher returns than mutual funds but obviously for that to happen a lot of uh, boxes need to be ticked uh, for this statement to eventually become true now the most important thing is to sort of do the right amount of homework uh, as some of the panelists have already highlighted and even uh, more important as uh, salish pointed out is the investment behavior so a carefully selected basket of say 15 20 stocks uh, and uh, if you give it a long uh, enough uh, period of time actually can sort of do uh, or create more uh, wealth than any mutual fund which typically holds about 35 to 60 odd stocks see the risk in direct investing is that one can end up uh, taking a very concentrated bet in few stocks which again could uh, also uh, along with it bring uh, higher volatility whereas in mutual fund uh, uh, diversification is obviously uh, better and uh, obviously the volatility is lower now uh, uh, another approach is that what we are seeing is that uh, there is a uh, one uh, basket approach being uh, taken so wherein uh, uh, research is being offered on a select basket of 5 to 10 stocks and uh, which is sort of a middle path between uh, uh, taking a concentrated portfolio or a or a, or a diversified portfolio but uh, largely i think uh, see it's eventually the choice of the individual investor because uh, a key decision which needs to be made is who wants to be the fund manager i mean in direct investing the primary owners of uh, understanding like everybody highlighted is on uh, of individual companies is, and the wealth creation processes uh, with the investor himself whereas uh, the other option is obviously you take uh, uh, you outsource that job to a fund manager uh, and uh, who who has got expertise in that area but if you have to generate higher returns uh, 
direct investing makes sense but yes like i said it comes with a lot of uh, conditions uh, so there is no sort of a straight and easy answer for this so what you said about the <clears throat> you know the diversified nature of a mutual fund uh, i mean does that also mean that it is i mean that that also protects your money from you know uh, basically one one stock falls you know your money is at a higher risk compared to you know uh, a mutual fund which has a more diversified uh, you know basket of stocks so on the flip side does it also mean that uh, with a mutual fund it's harder to lose your money so so for example what happens uh, the problem uh, uh, what investors typically do is that uh, even if you sort of buy a stock uh, uh, see in that process you need to buy you need to hold and probably do nothing for a good period of time so we all know that when you are sort of holding a particular stock say 5 10 years uh, it requires no action for a good for a lot of period of time so you need to ignore every small fall or rise uh, but the challenge with most of the investors is who are sort of investing directly is that uh, so they try to sort of maximize the return for every short period of time so for example it's like uh, sell now and uh, i'll buy it later when the prices are lower say 10 uh, 10% or uh, why to buy a 15% uh, consistent compounding company when i can get 50% kind of a return in two or three months so i think all these mistakes are avoided when you're sort of investing in the mutual fund so uh, like selesh highlighted i think uh, uh, understanding and individual behavior is the single most important thing i mean if you have the temperament uh, then only you sort of uh, take this approach of uh, direct investing into equities otherwise if you really cannot do that uh, then i think mutual funds uh, is uh, rightly said uh, sahi hai shipra can i come here for a minute yeah yeah please Yeah, no, I I think uh, your question is very particular. It's a, it's a question of behavior. So generally, what happens? Anyone who is putting money in uh, stocks, uh, unless uh, it is done as Pankaj has suggested in a basket of good uh, stocks, they want to compare the uh, see returns of a mutual fund with the returns of a particular stock which has gone up better. They they forget about the stocks which have not done well in their portfolio. They never take the portfolio approach, whereas the returns on the mutual funds on daily basis will be on the basis of annually. And I will draw a parallel uh, with the corporate treasury or a bank, where the portion is some portion is uh, put in hold to maturity, some part is uh, available for trading or something like that. When if someone feels that he is a bold, definitely he can take a plunge in direct uh, stocks, but uh, at the same time he has to have a, some some portion of the investments. into mutual fund for a long period which it doesn't touch for a period because ultimately unless until you compare with the portfolio you had because generally what individual feels now this stock has done better than the mutual fund scheme this is not comparable they forget about the the stocks which are not uh, performing as of now and they see that ye to chali jayega baad mein abhi to ye chala this this stock has given better so that behavior i think if somebody is able to uh, see manage that behavior then of course both are are doable and one can have uh, the um, uh, some proportion to mutual funds and some one can try and directly into the equities if they have time db sir if i could play devil's advocate for a minute so yeah. uh, just this week a new fund house launched and in their presentation they made a statement that most actively managed mutual funds in india 
are closet indexers they essentially hug the index um and uh, charge an active management fee and therefore uh, the new fund will on a daily basis disclose a metric called active share as in how much overlap there is with the index so how do you how do you answer that charge because if you look at uh, for example the spiva, the spiva reports of how active funds are doing against indices there is um, you know lesser and lesser outperformance no that that's near uh, that is because of the regulatory requirement of that that you have to have a benchmark for every fund and when you are have a benchmark for every fund the naturally fund manager will have to look at this thing that he cannot be overweight or underweight that particular index in a big way otherwise uh, either he will have the the chances of underperformance uh, are there so that's why they try to hug as as much as possible but at the same time uh, if you uh, say that they are charging the active fund fee but but uh, this this can be true for a short period of one year or two year but if you look at the longer period uh, see outperformance every good fund has given much much better returns created alpha considerable alpha over the period of time one year two year we know that uh, during the period when when uh, five or six stocks were only running and as at that particular point of time and all the funds were uh, underweight against those stocks that was the period when they, if you look at the longer period mutual funds have definitely outperformed and likely to outperform um, the, the way the bandwidth of new businesses is coming new companies are coming i think that that logic may not stand good for a longer period yes if you are looking at one year to year it may be but over the longer period it may not stand good okay i am going to take one question before we uh, move forward in our conversation uh, jagan please ask your question hi team thanks thanks for uh, this opportunity uh, actually this is question for uh, uh, open to all if uh, for regarding the financialization of savings in uh, uh, india so uh, i saw a interesting uh, fact that the last 5 years average aum raised by mutual funds is uh, uh, greater than the previous 15 years put together whereas the returns that are generated in the last 5 years is actually less than the past 15 years that is 2002 2015 also uh, we could see this month uh, sorry the previous month the uh, one of the fundos has become the number one from number two um, maybe that indicates that the push on the tier two and the tier three non-metro cities whether the financialization is picking up over there so now because uh, i have a, a colleagues i am working in it as well so here my colleagues also uh, over the uh, past 7 years i could see the difference i am living in uh, metro cities and they are stating the same that in non metro cities also the trend is changing so uh, my question is because the media is quoting a wrong picture that people are uh, uh people uh, people have ample time sitting uh, inside the house and trading so i don't guess so so my question for the guess is uh, what are the thoughts on financialization of uh, savings in india and their way, their way forward yeah. thanks uh, thanks friend uh, I'll, i'll give you the answer see financialization of asset uh, see it poses daily financialization is daily really happening i'll give you some data 
If you look at the data, the deposit growth in the country for the last seven years is just 9%, 99.5%, whereas the mutual fund industry is growing at a rate of 19 to 20%. That is one. And second, uh, more important data I'll give you, uh, the deposit growth during last one year, some of the mutual funds, AUM, have grown much, much higher than the deposit growth of the big banks. Uh, the largest bank I'm leaving aside, there are, there are, I mean, if I put the HDFC bank, ICICA bank, Kotak bank, Axis bank put together, and then I put the four fund houses put together, the AUM growth is much, much higher than the deposit growth. This is happening because people have more risk capital. The people who have surplus, they, they, they have risk capital. There's some portion which always people will keep uh, as this thing, but on the additional money, which is not required for the emergencies, people want to earn more. And interest rates have gone down so much that, that people want to take little risk. Only thing is, rather than going into absolute risk uh, assets, a moderate risk asset or slightly less risk assets, people are doing it. And the data is showing that, that people from tier two, tier three cities are also going to take a plunge into this and that they definitely are not, they are these serious players. They don't want to get into direct trading uh, immediately. They, 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 they are coming to mutual funds only. Hello, good evening, everyone. Yeah, uh, I am a... Um, managing partner in an MSME firm and I've been regularly investing in mutual funds only, no direct stock investments and I normally have SIPs going and besides I do occasionally chip in in lump sum investments as well, equity, only equity mutual funds. Now I lost the bus in terms of that uh, March uh, 2020 thing because you know there was overall a negative sentiment so I didn't invest uh, lump sum. So uh, of course, my SIPs were continuing. So now I don't see the market, you know, uh, correcting or anything substantially or not even um, marginally. So in, I, I just have a question for uh, the August panel. Yeah, In this scenario, whatever money I had earmarked, you know, for making lump sum investment in uh, anticipation of a decline. So considering that I have a very long term horizon, you know, seven years at least. So, is it safe to go in lump sum in any of the large cap, mid cap, or flexi cap kind of funds uh, with a seven year horizon? So, to ensure that positive returns. I know mutual fund business, uh, is uh, speculative and all that. So, subject to risk and all. But, you know, as a thumb rule, can I say that with a seven year horizon, even if now I can go in any of this thing? Because I don't want to keep them in fix now. <laughs> it's a long time. I'm in a fix sort of. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity to ask a question. Can I respond to this? Yes, please. And and the reason I want to respond is because this has been a personal dilemma for me, where you know my parents uh, retired in the last two three years and they got uh, their pension money, and uh, which is otherwise lying at three four percent in a bank. So uh, you know, Roshan, uh, clearly there is anxiety that uh, stock prices have uh, run up a lot everywhere around the world for good companies, uh, as well as not so good companies. So normally, you know, what I would advise is um, uh, typically, you know, you look at history of uh, uh, equity investing. Uh, generally, if your underlying uh, companies are uh, good, 
on a seven year basis uh, you would have rarely lost money so even if you you know take the worst day uh, in the last decade which was 23rd march uh, 2020 when navies uh, you know navies and stock prices had fallen the most and you would have seen what was the last seven year return uh, it would have been closer to what uh, a bond would have given you marginally more than that uh, or likewise if you take uh, 2008 or 2009 lows so i normally always look at uh, what can be your worst case return if you are investing for 3 years or 5 years or 7 or 10 years generally seven year returns um, have been uh, better than fixed income uh, even in a worst case scenario but today you know you are investing at a high so if you want to be slightly more prudent and uh, be conservative invest in a fund which has some uh, cushion Uh, through a uh, fixed income in it so could be a hybrid fund like uh, equity and bond fund which keeps 30% in cash 30% in bonds and it is able to de- deploy that uh, if there is a sharper market correction is one way to invest or the other way to invest is you know you stagger your money uh, uh, over the next 12 months and uh, you know um, put it into work so these are two routes uh, that you can use to solve your dilemma seven year is a good enough time for uh, medium term uh, investing for which equity is the right asset class but we recognize that prices are on the higher side uh, there can be you know volatility uh, at some point in time but can never be timed and hence a smarter way could be to have some buffer through uh, a hybrid fund and um, uh, you know have that cushion so that if stocks were to fall the bond component can be put to work to take advantage of lower prices so normally we have these funds called dynamic asset allocation funds which rebalance between equity and bonds depending on valuation this could be one way of participating you mean the balanced advantage funds yeah so balanced advantage funds dynamic asset allocation funds mm. so you know I, i'll tell you uh, in february last year i got my bonus and uh, i have been a very uh, conservative and a scared investor generally because i started my career in 2000 and lost 80% in tech stocks Uh, so so i i always been afraid about you know correction though the reality is that if you stay put you will still eventually make money so in february i put money in dynamic uh, asset allocation funds it has underperformed nifty clearly because nifty is moving up with 100% equity my dynamic asset allocation fund or any other dynamic asset allocation fund has averaged 30 or 40% in equity right now because you know valuations are high but in the month of march and april when i did not have the gut to add more to equity because you didn't know what will happen to the world it's easy in hindsight that everything you know improved but in march no one had clarity the only category which increased its exposure to equity were either the best investors uh, or the dynamic asset allocation fund because when valuations were low automatically it increased exposure from 30% to 70% or 80% and then you know gradually participated so uh, rule based uh, products can actually solve some of these dilemmas they do underperform if markets rise very fast but uh, they give you a lot of downside protection and hence they are a very valuable category uh, for uh, an anxious investor like me or maybe even like you thanks yeah. uh, one more sub question Uh, so 20% of that considering that uh, for that 20% i can give a 10 year horizon can i consider small cap or thematic funds so see i can't be your advisor completely on this but i think when you invest over a 10 year period uh, the starting point is we always say that you know a flexi cap fund is the best fund because the fund managers will decide on our behalf uh, how much in large cap how much in mid cap how much in small cap and more than market cap ultimately it is good companies which make money generally small caps have very high volatility till 2020 13 years the small cap index was virtually flat uh, whereas the large cap index had given uh, 8 to 9% positive returns so small cap has huge volatility i don't know if handle that type of swing and today we are not at a cycle low 
uh, in small caps. We are perhaps mid cycle or closer to a cycle high. So I would be you know more cautious about small cap. I would rather advise uh, look for a multi cap or a flexi cap fund, which itself will have 30 35 percent in small and mid caps. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kalpen. Thank you very much. Okay, so before I take any more questions, I want to touch upon other things. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, so okay, so coming to the costs of uh, you know investing in MFs and stocks, uh, it's an important factor because it can uh, you know uh, affect your overall returns that you get on your investments. So uh, if I have to ask, uh, why don't you take this up, uh, Pankaj? That uh, due to you know high expense ratios of um, up to 22, 2.25%. Do you think MFs are more pricey compared to stocks? Are more expensive? So, Shuka, every field uh, offers the option of uh, do-it-yourself versus uh, sort of taking advice from an expert. Now, uh, see, I think earning 2% less CAGR over a 20-year is far more valuable than earning, say, 2%, uh, say, for 5 years or probably 10 years and missing the returns for the rest of the period. So I think when people invest, uh, fees are sort of a small component in a larger scheme of things. And we also need to understand that, say, for example, if you are investing in through mutual funds, obviously uh, you have other benefits like low ticket sizes, uh, uh, then you have uh, benefits like, uh, say, for example, risk management is already taken care of. Uh, liquidity is uh, not an issue when you sort of invest. Uh, so, uh, so if you're paying a small fee for uh, uh, for this, I think uh, it is a sort of a smaller uh, uh, thing in a larger scheme of uh, things. So, I think uh, if you're sort of uh, looking at from the fee lens perspective, then probably I think it's a sort of a uh, myopic view of uh, taking at uh, things. Why don't you tell us how uh, tax efficient or inefficient stocks are compared to, uh, you know, investing uh, uh, through a mutual fund? So in case of both uh, option tax uh, implications are same. So where, where, uh, when you are having a mutual fund for a longer period of time, then it, ca it carries a you know, long term capital gain, which is the same in case of stocks as well. You know, when you buy a stock. And keep it for a you know uh, more than a year's time, and uh, uh, you know then it, it also uh, carries the same uh, long-term capital gain. Other than that, in, in uh, you know the biggest differentiation comes to when you are in a short-term trader. So in short-term trader uh, on an income, you uh, also pay a short-term uh, capital gain. But other than that, also there's a trading uh, taxes, so uh, which government uh, you know charges. So that 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 is another taxes which uh, you don't pay in uh, you know mutual fund. Because mutual fund is not about trading; it is all about investing. So you only only ending up paying a your long-term capital gains on your uh, absolute return. So that's where uh, it, it is a slightly better option because here in in, in trading, your taxes are slightly more higher uh, in comparison to investing in mutual funds. And I, I also want to you know touch upon on the earlier question because that is a very interesting field where a lot of time uh, there's a confusion around on a small fees. But, uh, you know, one thing, when, you know, one should, uh, investor should keep in mind that there's a big divergence when you, uh, you know, when you pick up any mutual fund uh, in the same category, uh, if you find a large cap, I was just reading a data that there was a gap of more than 20% in the same large cap, uh, uh, you know, funds category from a bottom one to uh, bottom of the top one. So it is always, uh, you know, better to take advice if you are not sure where to uh, you know, invest and invest a right fund with a better fund manager. So 
do you may lose some uh, you know you for you may invest uh, in the right and and you know end up getting up a better returns at the cost of minimal uh, you know expenses but it's always uh, better to be on the right side rather than uh, you know doing just to save a some penny uh, you end up losing big returns can i add uh, one thing that sort of always comes up in these discussions that um, if you look at the data the number of dmat account openings since the pandemic has been many multiples of the number of new mutual fund investors and i think part of that is because there are no mf stories i mean we know of people who become rich by investing in stocks both in india and abroad so we have warren buffett in the us we have rakesh jindwal in india but there's no stories about mutual funds so i wonder why that is kalpen do you want to take that up yeah i'll i'll do that yeah i think uh, there is always a, a fascination for uh, doing things directly uh, and and mutual fund in a way uh, uh, is seen as uh, a very boring uh, long term vehicle of investing and uh, by the way you spoke of warren buffet uh, he in his uh, will for his wife has uh, told her that after me you will put all your money in uh, in an s&p 500 uh, index fund so just to just to say that you know the the biggest wealth creator himself says that if you can do stock picking yourself please do stocks else uh, do mutual funds uh, now you know the reality is that i'll give you an example of uh, from from our own fund house we have this uh, oldest fund called uh, dsp flexicap fund and i'm sure you know sailesh and uh, even dp will uh, uh, you know have similar such products in their own uh, uh, fund houses as well where the fund has gone up like 85 times and there are funds which have gone up 100 and 150 times over 20 25 years but in in this fund of ours which is completed 24 years uh, now there are less than 24 investors who have stayed through this entire journey of 24 years and taken advantage of this 85 times uh, it is the same for stocks also there are very few people who who have uh, stayed put uh, in stocks and then compounded and then you know made this type of money uh, but i think uh, uh, it is uh, our responsibility to encourage more and more of such long term investing and bring to light that if you stay put for decades then you can be a very rich investor through mutual fund as well uh, uh, and and it is possible there are you know examples where uh, people have uh, uh, invested for 10 and 15 years and uh, through sibs and from small small drops uh, built up a large ocean and then uh, bought a house for themselves so it's all about being aware of this and experiencing it in the first cycle uh, thankfully in this cycle you know uh, uh, in the last 18 months on a base of 2 crores 1 crore new investors have joined the fund industry uh, almost 80% of that through long term sips now if these younger investors continue and you know uh, ensure that 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 sips continue over a decade and more that experience will ultimately create the culture of uh, equity investing as well as mutual fund investing so i i never feel it is about equity investing versus mutual fund or stocks versus mutual fund fund equity is under owned in equity we are in love with gold with real estate with fixed deposits i know that you know my parents have or or rather my grandparents have uh, you know transferred gold over two generations which means they have held gold over two generations nothing wrong in that but stocks or equity funds less than 5 years uh, is the holding period so great opportunity for us to educate the benefits of long term investing uh, educate about also the risk of investing because you know long term investing means living through four five uh, large corrections also and and once investors learn this with with an open uh, you know mind uh, they will 
become uh, better uh, uh, investors with the right temperament and succeed and lastly see in every field in life whether it is sports or movies or engineering or science science or investing it is always 5% uh, you know who are at the top of the pyramid those 5% are the ones who have the right temperament and uh, who are able to, who deserve to be in that 5% uh, otherwise 95% are average engineers 95% are average doctors 95% are average employees so i you know every investor has to ask that question that to be in that 5% what are the three steps i should take long term disciplined uh, good stocks or good funds or, and good stocks and good funds and that is the journey to get there Well, I don't, I'll take uh, 30 seconds on this. Uh, one more thing on the stories that you talked about. There cannot be stories in mutual funds because we are barred from uh, telling any stories about mutual funds. Uh, there is a very, very strict regulation about that. And that you cannot be doing something which, which misleads the investor. And moreover, in the equity investing, generally people have the short-term stories. And mutual fund is all about long-term. One regulatory bar, uh, see, see, bars are there. Which even if, as uh, Kripen talked about, twenty-four times in uh, whatever period, twenty times or thirty times, or if uh, a fund of ours has gone up at ten, ten x in ten year, twelve year, we can't talk about it, and we should not be, because that is not something which tells if some fund has gone ten times in twelve years, it doesn't mean that in next ten years again it is going to be ten times. It cannot be. so short term stories are told when individually there no there's no regulation on that but mutual funds can not tell and should not be telling and that's as the very right discipline what to point out what discipline is very very important and long term is very important even in even you know sandeep this side even if you look at stories in equities and you take whatever the big names are there who have rate over made really big wealth it is it is never about a one stock it is always about a portfolio which is some sort of fund management only they have invested their uh, wealth into uh, the portfolio which is well diversified and they have done you know timely uh you know allocation or exit and entry which is some sort of playing into uh, you know uh, kind of fund management only so practically uh it is never picking up a one stock and uh, making a wealth out of it it is always about a disciplined and time based approach which which goes hand in hand with mutual fund so for a retail investor it is eventually uh, beneficial for uh, keep putting up his money uh, with a uh, mode of sips and regular investments and uh, even you know sometime lump sum and let the let the money nurture over the period of time and uh, you know can make real wealth out of it sure thanks sandeep so shipra we have 8 uh, minutes left i think shall we get closing comments on this very question that how yeah. do you get to that top 1% of equity investors yes yes definitely so i would like to start on that uh, so for me if uh, my always whenever this question has been asked i uh, always suggest for retail investors the guiding principle is that the mutual fund should you know still drive the long term goals based on their financial planning uh, which they can do it through sip and lump sum but the real alpha and extra returns can be uh, you know added uh, in the portfolio by a direct equity so with their one investor can choose good uh, five to eight stocks and can do regular sips in that stock and can can allocate uh, you know 30 to 40% of his surplus 30 to 40% of his money investable money in that stock and remaining 60 to 70% of the money can be regularly invested in in a in a uh, way of mutual funds so this this both are normally you know complementary each other this cannot be looked at uh, one over other absolutely uh, vijay sir please add your comments here okay i would like to give a different uh, comment 
uh, whatever I am saying here, uh, as I said that I am a uh, direct investor into the market. Okay, so I was saying that I have got two sons and they are not investing in mutual fund uh, because I am there to guide them. Similarly, suppose if you have your brother, your uncle or your uh, father into the market, then maybe you don't need to invest uh, uh, invest through mutual fund. But otherwise, I think uh, uh, any, I will tell you uh, one, uh, one thing. Few days back, I went into a restaurant. I, and waiter came to me and told me, sir, uh, I know you and I, uh, I am investing money in the market I am, and I have bought such and such some Bhangar cap shares. He told me that he has bought. I immediately told him, Baba, you don't do this work. You will die. You mutual fund. So, invest what about those millions of people? Five crore, six crore DMATS account has been opened. So, they are very fragile. I have always said that if you haven't seen a bull market in this market, uh, sorry, if you haven't seen a bear market, or if you haven't failed in this market, that means you are very fragile, you know. And let me tell you one more thing about this thing. Uh, uh, what I have understood now, this we have become global, right? So there is a there is a song in a Bollywood song. Har ghadi badal rahi hai, roop jindagi, chham hai, kabi kabi hai, dhup jindagi. Har pal yahan jivar jio, jo hai samak kal ho na ho ya jo hai samak kal ho na ho. So this is what is happening in the stock market. What happened? You see what happened during the COVID. What happened during this, now? This what China? Whatever action China is taking. I think the new investor who who don't have anybody in the market, it is very difficult for them to survive in this market with this volatility. Whatever is happening in this market, this is a one-off thing. Okay, this is not the only stock market we are seeing. So uh, this is what I, I would like to say. That's it. So there is uh, Mr. Vijay. I think uh, you have seasoned investor, you know, investor as well as you know, uh, guiding um, uh, investors from a long period of time. But also we need to keep in mind that a lot of investors which are coming uh, to the markets have the both objectives. People wants to invest at as the, at the same time. People wants to have trading, uh, you know, because we keep interacting with the people. Their their objectives are pretty defined. They are here to trade, and they wants to upgrade their skills by learning technical analysis, charting, and they want to remain into that side so they are uh, when when we when we interact with millennials and they when uh, they they object that yes we have a certain money which is for long-term investing which they do invest in stocks or mutual funds but at the same time also they want to remain invested uh, remain uh, invested through trading so because their objective is to make money out of that and they're they're not taking a naked bat so they're really making a good efforts of getting them getting their themselves qualified uh, by taking enough learnings no, if you understand the nitty-gritty of the market, if somebody is there to guide you, then it is all right. Or if you are starting with, say, 5% of capital, which is your risk capital, if you want to take risk on your 5% of your whatever investment money. money. If you are following some discipline or some uh, some principle, then it is all right. But according to me, sir, 95% people don't understand, don't follow those principles. So that is why I, uh, uh, money, I made my view like that. Yeah. I think, Shipra, we have a nice title for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> okay, so uh, so if I have, no, I think I have a diverse, uh, diverse view. You know, uh, looking at the India story, there is a better future tomorrow. Fair enough, Shipra, please go ahead. Uh, so yeah, if I have to, if I have to sum up today's conversation, I think uh, there's a consensus that uh, you know, for new DIY investors, it's better to take the mutual fund route. Of course, those who have the skill sets, uh, you know, can definitely invest in stocks so still now that we have three minutes left i want to ask this one last question therefore somebody who is picking up a mutual fund you know to start his equity investing journey uh, what are the three mistakes you know such an investor a new diy investor can uh, you know avoid 
while picking up a mutual fund and sandeep can i please request you to uh, mute your mic thank you selish please take the question your voice was a little feeble you're saying what are the three mistakes an investor can avoid yes when you know picking up a mutual fund yeah see uh, the uh, little bit of uh, points just i want to present in this context is the ultimate goal of an investor is to reach his wealth creation objective or whatever goal he is trying to seek right so a lot of times when investors come to the market they come with a view of how much return they will make from the next 6 months 3 months 12 months point of view rather than saying that are they investing with some allocated or designed goal in their mind or you know they have a goal which is there that over 10 years later we end up with some uh directional requirement to buy a house or you know for some studies or for uh, some investment so first is most people don't have a goal or a framework as to what they uh, want to do so that i think is the single biggest point whether you choose mutual funds or stocks second on the uh, mutual fund piece uh, in addition to the goal which we have talked about uh see what kind of volatility or risk appetite they can really digest so when you are coming into equities uh, whether it's funds are you able to stand through a 30% 40% drawdown if it happens most people exit at the wrong time enter at the wrong time so that i think takes away a lot of returns so there are a lot of studies which say that you know investors have generated much lesser returns than what say uh, funds might have delivered because of lot of trading which happens you know uh, deep mentioned about or less than 5 year horizon of investing for a lot of people and uh such stuff so one is more how do they behave in the most difficult environment you know do they continue with their sips so once somebody has continued with their sips you are actually using the market and volatility to your advantage rather than running away from it so 90% of equity returns are about investor and individual behavior i think 10% is only really about selection and really about getting into it so if you are able to do that that is fine uh, the third mistake is investing less so for example you have 100 rupees invested you have a total 100 rupees available to invest or invested across asset classes you bring 5 rupees only to equities and even within that 5 rupees you are worried that it will go down 20% and you wait for a market to correct to buy that particular amount so i think it is thinking holistically uh behaving right in difficult markets which is not easy but i think or at least controlling behavior to sip because it makes volatility your friend rather than a, a kind of uh, uh, enemy in terms of uh, taking decisions thank you for tuning in we will be back next week with a fresh episode if you have any questions or comments you can reach out to me at neel.b@livemint.com To give us feedback, you can reach out to us also on HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. To listen to more podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.